Good morning, good morning, everyone. Welcome to Praise Revolution Radio. It's your girl, Tedessa J. Here on a Saturday, like I am most Saturdays. I missed y'all the last two Saturdays. A girl was busy. I got stuff to do sometime, but y'all know I can't stay away from you too long. <laughs> so listen, anytime you miss me, anytime you miss me, anytime you want to see, hear, feel, Praise Revolution Radio, y'all pawn the replay. Guess why? Because we are... We are podcasted on Tidal, uh, Apple Music, and Spotify. Or you can catch the replay on the Praise Revolution Radio Facebook page. I do little snippets on Instagram, and we do a little something different on YouTube. I try to keep it fresh and new for you. But if you like it, subscribe and like and all that kind of good stuff. Share. Y'all can check it out like that, like that, like that. All right. Praise Revolution family. So glad. Y'all know what? I've been trying to. My hair is lopsided. But anyway, I'm trying to fix it for a minute. Anyway, y'all know what time it is. Look, I've been super busy. I apologize to to my, to, to y'all know who she is because y'all know what day it is. It's the fourth Saturday, which means that it is the pop-in with Dr. Lakeisha Barnett. Y'all know what's up. Y'all know what happens when she dons her presence in the building. We're going to talk about things and chop it up and do what we got to do and say what we got to say. What's up, Dr. Barnett? Hey, 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 hey. <laughs> Good to see all of you again. <laughs> <laughs> that was new. That was new. I have <laughs> heard that one before. Okay. That's for rainy Saturdays. That's for rainy Saturdays. Well, we've had a lot of rain, so that's appropriate. Yes, yes. I love this song. That's that, why they, I love that y'all play it. Y'all spoiling me. Thank you so much, Mike. Thank you so much. <laughs> That's it. It's the God in us. All the time, all day, every day. What's up, Praise Revolution? Dr. Barnett, what's going on? A lot. It's always a lot. So many things between the fourth, each fourth Saturday. Right. right. Every month there's something major and new. It doesn't matter what happens. Something major and new. I do want to give a shout out, though, because this week has been especially challenging, difficult, emotional for me. Um, I want to give honor to a woman of God who has made a transition cue that mike cue that who has been just a blessing to so many and um i don't have no tissue i don't have no tissue i'm trying to keep it together keep it together oh i'm gonna keep That's, it together I'm it's bring, a perfect segue yeah. dr barnett because you, you, you know we we have to give uh uh reverence where reverence is absolutely due. and so you absolutely. perfect segue we are here my sister in christ we want to um, give honor to the life and the persons of uh, Dr. Joyce Rogers, who transitioned this week, earlier this week. Um, a mighty warrior of God, mighty, mighty woman of God. Um, I mean, if you just, if you're not familiar, I yeah. mean, there's YouTube, and I'm going to put her Facebook page up. But, I yeah. mean, it just in me trying to find something to, uh, to you know, give honor to her real quick on the show. Um, you know, I got caught up. She had a prayer hour, and um, yes. I mean, she man, she was her own praise team. Okay, <laughs> right, so right. She right. started the prayer hour off with her own praise and worship, and then go into praise. I mean, this was a mighty, 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 mighty one of mighty. woman of God. I wanted to share a clip of her, Mike, if we can, real yeah. quick. I think it's apropos for the conversation we're gonna get into today about modern love for the. I mean, I don't want to put the grown and sexy on, on, on Dr. Joyce Rogers, but we're talking from a grown people's perspective today. So what I thought this clip was apropos, if you have it, Mike, we'll share it. She was so good. <laughs> we have a whole lot of people talking. 
but they can't back it up. Never let a naked man sell you clothes. If you were that good of a salesman, you ought to have your own clothes. So, it makes a difference who's talking. Who's talking. <laughs> if I tell you, I'm gonna bake you cookies. Thank you, Mike. That's good. I don't really know the flour from the sugar. As opposed to if the, the cookery factory person or the cake place tell you they're gonna bake your cake. It's a difference because that person has experiential knowledge. That person has already tested the batter. That person has already burned a few before she made a few. Hey. <laughs> Y'all just want to see Very the presentation. Yeah, but every uh -huh. now and then, I need somebody to walk through the process. Uh, because what you see now is not what happened back then. That's good, Mike. That's so good. Who? That's good. That's good. Mm. That's right. You need some folk who walk through the process. Mm. And not just say they're going to bake a cake or a cookie. Yeah. Tell you what they're going to do, but they, ain't, they don't have any experience in doing it. Yeah, she, she really was a very sweet, powerful minister and very humble, approachable, and kind. I have never in the more than a decade I've known of her and had personal contact with her, I've never known anybody to have a bad experience. I've had so many uh, posts about great memories, so it's a huge loss crossing denominations huge, yeah. you have generations of people who are celebrating her life honoring her and so i so appreciate yes we were absolutely on the same page because we could not move forward in this week and being a woman in ministry with trailblazers like her uh making the way for more of us and setting a wonderful example as a single woman in ministry as well i know we're going to get into some of that today but yes, we got to yes. give those shouts out so y'all uh keep keep her family keep the entire uh, body of christ there's so many who truly are uh, grieving and um appreciative of her life but yeah this is a big one this is a big one Yes, we thank God for her life. And we thank yes. God that she was uh, rooted in the word yes, yes. and that her word was relevant. Mm -hmm. And so mm -hmm. to that to that point, so listen, y'all, today's show is called Modern Love. And it's kind of born out of Dr. Barnett's curiosity, <gasps> if you, you will. Oh, yeah, I'm putting on you. <laughs> uh, her curiosity about, you know, some of my uh, uh, innuendos uh, about uh, how uh, I feel about uh, uh, relationships and dating and maybe love and marriage. I don't know. But uh, she, I would, if I say certain things, she'll That's say, well, right. we need to talk about that. Uh -huh. And then I'll say something else. she said, we need to, and then finally she said, we need to have a show about it. So uh, that's, yeah. This See, is I a, wouldn't let you run away. You kept dropping little hints and things, but you back up from it. So I was look, like. I ain't running away. Okay. All we, right. We're going to see. We're going to see. I am see. very, and, and in fact, the guests are indicative of, uh, <laughs> in, in, in particular, in the, in the persons of uh, Pastor Chris and Delicia McKinney, as Pastor Chris uh, awesome. uh, uh, charged me. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Uh -oh. <laughs> we gonna uh -oh. get into it. Yes, he charged me. Here. He charged me with my views. And Ooh. so so anyway. Oh, this is good already. Yeah, it's I wanted already. I wanted to, we're gonna get into it. And this week we have we have a a a, a female guest and then 
Dr. Barnett and I talked about it. So so the next part of the series, we'll have a male guest and another mm-hmm. married couple, and mm-hmm. we'll culminate it all together. Um, so, But, yes, this week we have, in the persons of uh, the illustrious and beautiful Miss Diana Patterson, Woo-hoo. author and playwright all right. of Everything all right. Girls in the Valley. Um, before, Right before the pandemic, she uh, produced and put on her production, and it was all that and a bag of chips. And uh, she is uh, uh, a very, uh, she's a neat lady. And I thought she awesome. would she would make good for this segment. Miss Diana, are you there? Hello. Yes. I wasn't sure if I was supposed to come in yet. Or you yeah, yeah, in. come on in, come on in. This is a casual good house. Morning. Good morning. Yeah. Good doing? morning. I am fine. Look at these beautiful queens. Well, I'm in a good place. I'm up here with these beautiful queens this morning. What? Yes, ma'am. You are, you are in the right place where all the queens reside. Yes. <laughs> yes. Welcome, welcome to the queendom. Yes, yes. I like that. The queendom. The all right. Queendom. So let's get it. Okay. So listen, I, I should look. Mike indirectly got the the full scope. See, Dr. Barnett has only got nuggets, right? But the nuggets are just the premise of the conversation. So mm-hmm. I think in my mind, it's like, what is the modern perspective of, of love for, you know, a, a professional woman, you know, of God rooted in the word, but I'm out here in the world and I'm dipping and doing and doing what I have to do. So in general, this is what I think. Uh oh. Okay. Uh-oh. Here we go. Yeah. <laughs> I have no, on. I have no, look, I know a lot of us went, a lot of women Operate, operate in the premise of looking for a love or looking for a man or looking for that mm. marriage or looking for that relationship. Mm. And um, I've never dated. This is my theme song, y'all. I was about to say, you got Sheila E. in here? Hey, Uh-oh. she wants to lead the glamorous life. The queendom has Sheila E. <laughs> without love, it ain't much. Uh, but yeah. I feel like you can have love without the expectations of, of, uh, of, of, of commitment and... Um, um, you know, like labels and things like that at this point in my life, okay? So I'm not looking. I don't need a husband. I don't want that. I don't need, I might not need a boyfriend in the sense. You know, if we're together and you're respectful and you're you're giving me what I need emotionally and spiritually and things like that, when we're together, we're together. When we're not, we're not. I don't, I don't have time to be checking and seeing and dipping and seeing what's up and this and that and who that is and what they do. And I'm not commingling, no resources or nothing like that. So we can we can commingle spirits and experiences, you know, at the appropriate time, and then you know, we can go to our separate corners. That's it in a nutshell for me. And I always say, unless the Lord come down there like He did before, like literally, and said, "Marry that person." <laughs> That's a whole nother show altogether. Whoa. Okay, like for real. He told me in the closet. All right, and I was like, him, Lord? He's like, yes, don't question me. Anyway, if he does it again, then I must comply. But this is how I feel about the situation. I'm not looking for, I'm not looking for that. I feel like it's not warranted. And I feel like we put expectations on situations, and then we're disappointed when the expectation is not met. And it's because I just feel like with, you know, social media, and the way people, you know, move these days, these expectations people can't live up to. So, okay, cool. Let's go into it like that. All right, I'm done. This is going to be a very interesting hour. <laughs> and I'm here I know, for I know, it. I, know, I am I here for it. I'm here for okay, it. Okay, so who, uh, 
Dr. Barnett, you want to expound mm. on what I said, and then we'll let we'll mm. let. Ms. No, I, well, let's, let's let's let our guest. Okay, Miss Diana, I do think what, that's what, more appropriate. What is your what are your thoughts? <laughs> are you you're are you a dating female in in 2021? Well, let me just tell you, I have been in Texas for eight years and I've been on one date, so I guess I would say no. Right. Um, but it's it's very intentional for me. Um, I, I'm not going to say, you know, when people say what their expectations are, um, my list is not one of which pertains to uh, more of the tangible things, but the intangibles. Sure. And I tend to date on the phone first. You know, I want to get to know you. I want to see if we organically can have a conversation, if there's a spiritual alignment and connection. Um, and typically, they never get to the date because we can't even get through the phone calls. Wow. So for me, it's been null and void for me. So if you ever, if you have a quick cricket soundtrack in the background with crickets, that's me. <laughs> <laughs> but I am, and you know, I, I would say this, I'm not looking for uh, Mr. Wright. I'm looking for Mr. the rest of my life. I'm, I'm going to be 57 in October. I don't have time to play no games with little boys that don't know what they want. I want a real man with some substance, some integrity, core values, you know, and honestly, it's some, it's going to sound bad, but it's, it's hard to find these days. Um, most of the women, the ones that are out there like that have been snatched up already, you know, so, so it's it's tough, And but I'm not looking for love. I think whoever my king is, God has, will bring him to me. So I'm not on pursuit of anything. I just hope he finds me if he's out there. But in the meantime, I'm just going to do the work that I need to do on self and, and make sure that I'm prepared. I've been uh, divorced 21 years. Um, I've only had one real relationship in that 21 years, my ex-fiance and uh that was again about eight years ago. And okay, you you mentioned a list because I know a lot of our young sisters have the proverbial list mm -hmm. of things. And like you said, they're usually mostly tangible versus uh, substantive or, or mm -hmm. non tangible. So what mm -hmm. would you say um, to our our younger queens about the, about the list, the proverbial list? I say look at the when you when you look for a mate. Look for someone, and you know, my mother said this to me when I was really young, a man that you will want to bear your children. Mm. You want those qualities of someone that you would think would be uh, the type of person that you would want to be a father to your child. And if you're past that stage in life, someone that will be your biggest cheerleader and your best friend. And see, here's where the problem comes in for so many people. They don't understand that you have to have that foundation of friendship. You shouldn't be laying down with nobody that you can't consider a friend and you don't form friendships overnight. So you shouldn't be hopping in bed with nobody before you really know who they are and, and you really have that organic uh, chemistry and alignment of, uh, of friendship in place. So for me, I think that's another reason why I'm still single after all these years is I won't put out. You're not getting nothing from me because I, I'm not. That's Turn not coming. Turn up, please. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm just, yeah. I'm serious as a heart attack. They're, they're, that's not happening, and and I hate to say it. I don't know what's because I haven't been dating. I don't know what the women are doing these days, but they make it okay. hard for good women, right? Because men don't want to wait. They want to meet you today and sleep with you tonight or tomorrow, and that ain't me. So that kind of puts me out of the game because until I find a man that understands the content of friendship and is willing to uh, trust the process of building that friendship, and I don't mean sleep with everybody across town while you're doing it. I'm talking about while I'm waiting, you waiting with me. 
Mm. When we can do that together, that's my king. Mm. Mm, I like that. I like that a lot. What say you, Dr. Barnett? Amen. <laughs> <laughs> no, let me expound. I, I so appreciate that perspective. I, I, I absolutely hold it myself. Uh, yeah. I do want to turn back to, you know, my dear, dear Tedessa. Come on back. Come on back. <laughs> oh, my sweet dear Tedessa. Come on back. So a few things come to mind, and I think that I, I, I guess I want to say, first of all, I totally agree about the premise of friendship first. That's what I have always looked at, seen. Uh, I have wonderful examples. Some of my friends and peers I went to college with who I respect now who are in 20-plus year marriages. The basis of that is a true intimate knowledge and friendship. Yes. There, there is some weathering of some storms. There's some taking time to truly know a person's character and to come in alignment on shared values, yes. shared vision, perspective about mm -hmm. life. Um, mm -hmm. Even for those who are dating later in life after the 20 years and, you know, after 40, 50 um, there's still that same commitment because if we are going yeah. to be Christian women, Christian men, we have to have a foundation that's based on Christ and more than whatever it is, whatever it is that is common in the world. So I'm challenging us. <clears throat> uh -huh. <laughs> I'm challenging us to think about be beyond what I feel and what I think and what is common because the standard of God doesn't change. Right. Now, if Absolutely. that doesn't change, Amen. and this is somewhere I had to, honestly, I'm, I'm ooh we, oh, I just got nervous because it's the first time I'm putting my stuff kind of out there. Uh, but I had a, I had a, like a come to Jesus moment a few years ago because I knew I was also in a place where I, I'm good. I've seen so much craziness, so much foolishness. Um, I'm a child of divorce. I've seen many in the church, and I just didn't want any of that drama. Yeah. I was in a place where I'm good. Jesus and me, mm -hmm. we, we good. Peace. I'm, we rolling, and I'll be fine. Right. But I was, I, I felt like I had a tap on the hand like that. Uh-uh. No, no. Because although the world and all the people around me and things in society may have shifted and almost made marriage and, and companionship and faithfulness seem like a bad thing it didn't change what god or said an, uh, not, uh, not a bad thing an unattainable thing it seems unattainable like, like even if you say uh, even saying. if you say it's unattainable i know some miracles that have happened and we're gonna get into that i know we're gonna start talking about that but i do know and by miracles i'm not talking about some flash in the sky or whatever right. i'm just seeing that there is a timing and a space and a place where it seems that God brings two people together. And it is miraculous because in this day and time, you're like, oh, my goodness, this has to be a God thing. So I, I just feel like we have to be strong in our integrity. And I really hold I, I so thank you for making the statements, uh, Miss Diana, because I have heard the same thing and I've heard others talk about the same thing. And then I also said the same thing when you're trying to be good. Some of our sisters don't help us because mm -hmm. we working against each other. When you think mm -hmm. that you're being okay and cool, it's really, it's, it's, it's hurting all of us because mm -hmm. then the brothers aren't stepping up to the way they know they should and they could if they right. wanted to. But, but that's another show too. It, it I don't want to, I'm not here to woman it. bash. I'm not here to sister bash. We sure. are still in it sure. together, but sure. I, I definitely know that perspective. Okay, so what if, okay, there's many times, <laughs> I have. I mean, I feel like, you know, some people are in it for the long haul, and they put their representative face on, 
for as long as, you know, whatever purpose is needing to be served or whatever need is being met. And so what we're saying about true friendship and intimacy and understanding and knowing someone, you know, understand I met someone, I married someone who I grew up with in the church. So, uh, and, and, and married them in, in some, uh, which adverse situations and only did so because I knew them. So I thought, okay. So, but I'm not wounded by this marriage. That's just my, that's just my example. But you know, other, that situation, that was what it was, but other situations mm-hmm. as well have proven that, hey, these people will put their poker face on mm-hmm. for as long as they need to wear it, mm-hmm. okay, to, 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 for whatever purposes they're wearing it, and you don't get to the real face till you get to the real, I'm talking three, four, five, six, seven years down the line, you be like, oh, that's you. <laughs> well, oh, that, that's you. So let me ask you a couple of things, because one, I believe in the, the, the wisdom that comes from counsel, the wisdom that comes from your village, your tribe, getting to know that person, seeing some of the places that we don't see because, you know, you're in love, you have some of these rose colored glasses on, or maybe we just all have blind spots. Mm-hmm. So that's the value of having a tribe or some faithful people who know you, but also getting to know that person's circle to see, is this the same person the friends say he is or she is is this person the representative or are they giving me some hints about well you know they they may not write out the boy they may not write out the girl but you can tell when they're in others company and when you get to see them over a variety of different situations and seasons of life before you even get to the i do and all of that watching and and observing through that season poker face Reverend that i didn't have some good poker players poker face and you didn't have any signs at all Okay, now... That's a yes and no question. Uh, I mean, you always have. We always have signs. Right. I think we always have signs, right, Miss Diana? We always There are always signs Absolutely. of some sort. Mm-hmm. Um, I think we relegate it to um, everyone has faults. And mm-hmm. that's what I'm... Mm-hmm. And, and you, you know, roll, you, you're going to roll through these faults. I don't, there's no perfect person out here, but this is the imperfect person for me. Right. And so you roll through it. But do you address those faults? Do you do you how do you handle and have a conversation about those imperfections? Because if if it's really an imperfection and the person is genuine, then they can own it. But they're not going to dismiss it. They're not going to excuse it. They're not. And then you see some progress. How are they moving towards maturity in it? So see. Okay, so see, okay, Uh hold on. So see, okay, right. The conversation about the about the imperfections. So that's why I write. I'm a single girl because you can't have these conversations (laughs) because Mm -hmm. you know to me it's like a vicious thing. You're either gonna accept not because I'm not right because that's why I'm single. But right, you accept these imperfections, or I'm gonna move on to the next person who will or who is looking at my oh. poker face until I can rip it. Now I've watched from afar, and many times these people, you know, end up they just turn and you know they turn it and burn it because of that. So these are not people that we want anyway, right? But I'm just saying. I have dealt with some people with some mean poker faces. I mean, and uh, you know, it took up a lot of my lifetime. Uh, so I could have a off picker. That's a whole nother situation. That's another show. That's a whole nother show. <laughs> my picker could be off. Miss Diana. Okay, final question for you because you wrote, you wrote and produced and put on um, everything grows in the valley, which was, in my opinion, because I saw it, it was fantastic, y'all. So next time you see Diana Patterson. Uh, All right. Just putting on said production. Please, please uh, be alerted and go and support 
because you will be blessed. But it was like an ode to the many faces of relationships. Um, And even how how it was put on because the stage would revolve into the next relationship and things like that. And so tell me, like, what was the premise of that? Um, What were you... I'm sorry, sweetie. No, no, go ahead. The play was actually called Everything Grows in the Valley, which is everything that I write is under the uh, uh, premise of my my book, Everything Grows in the Valley, but it's A Few Good Men. Mm -hmm. Um, So the play was A Few Good Men, and it was actually written to, as a tribute to, uh, so to speak, to our men, because I was tired of the way that social media and and media in general stigmatizes black men as thugs and deadbeat Mm -hmm. fathers and criminals. And and our men are kings. And I don't care what anybody says. And I I say it loud and proudly. We got the baddest men on the planet. I still believe that. I I still believe that. Yes. I I still believe that. Yeah, I love them. And so what I did was I created scenarios in which you could see our men in a different light in terms of not just relationships romantically, but relationships in general, how they raise their children. You know, as you remember to this, I had many different types of situations in there, even mother and son. Right. So you could see how men, the black men navigate in these relationships and how they do show up and show out. Um so it was important to me to, 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 to put a representation out there that I feel was more um, on point, so to speak, of how we perceive in our perspective of black men. But um, I do love that I did tie in the relationship aspect of it because as women, and, and I just have to say this, we have to stop blaming men for some of our issues. And I'm not saying that the men don't have issues, but we've got to deal with our own stuff. You know, we got to stop asking for a, 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 print, a king when we we giving him a frog. You know, we got to get <laughs> yeah. ourselves together, yeah. right? Yeah, I'm agreed. Just so we got to look at ourselves and when we can do that, I think that is, and sometimes I believe, and I just believe this just within myself is that, um, God really won't send him real, the true king until you're ready. And when you talk about flaws, uh, and, and Fred, and, and I always say that before the flag was red, it was pink. Mm. So mm. We, we got to see the stuff while it's still pink, right? Because we see things, and if all of us are honest, when we start to see issues in a relationship and we're honest, we saw them way before they blew up. Right. But we just, you know, we in love, like I said, rose colored glasses, the whole night. You you gotta put you gotta be very self aware first of all. And then also really be honest with yourself about those um um those things that you will not allow to happen, those um right. deal breakers. Boundaries, those boundaries mm-hmm. that you put up, those things you I'm not going to allow this and then you have to stick to those. If you're gonna say that these things aren't gonna happen in my relationship ever then they need to not happen in your relationship ever. And that, that because it's not going to, once you allow it, it's going to continue. Sure. So, and it's going to be a fight to get out of that space. So I think for me, it's just really just honoring. Um, see, I have a tendency and I love it. I, I see the good in people mm. first. I, that's just the empath in me. I'll, I'm looking for what's beautiful in you first. Mm. But I'm not, I'm, I'm not ignorant to what's not beautiful, right? And I think that's what helps me stay. People ask me all the time, how you stay single so long? It's not hard for me because I know what I want and I'm not willing to settle. And I'd rather have peace. Mm-hmm. You know, I'd rather have peace. Yes. Peace is way more valuable to me than having a warm body next to me. 
Amen to we that. We are kindred. I, I, we are. I, I love you. that. Yeah, I, we I are. We, we are. Yeah. And I, I, I have a phrase for that. You say, so I, I have recently embraced, I don't embrace it fully, but I'm learning to embrace more of what it means to be an empath. And I also mm. say that I am an optimistic realist. So I, I, I am absolutely all yeah. for let's hey, the best, all yeah. of that. But at the same time, listen, Tadessa, you were talking <laughs> before we came on. Tadessa said, look at uh, Dr. Barnett's eyes. And she was just saying how big they are. I've been hearing that my whole life. Big, but, beautiful is what I said. You did. No, no. Because mine are big too. <laughs> but my point is that my eyes are not big for nothing. I'm seeing everything. So I, <laughs> I am like... <laughs> I am like, I'm an optimistic, but I'm, I'm a realist. And at the yeah. point that things need to be addressed, we have to address them, which is back to that yeah. issue of we all, absolutely, we all have blind spots, we all have weaknesses, we all have faults. But to be self-aware, I'm, I'm extremely introspective. I think when we allow ourselves the time to be quiet, to be still, to learn ourselves, to learn what we like what we don't our strengths our weaknesses you can better discern what's happening with the other person because a lot of the relationships are a mirror there's a lot of times something within you that is being mirrored in that and if you're not honest with yourself first then you won't be able to and and we excuse so many things in others because we have excused a lot in ourselves but we really need to work on so we don't want to call anybody else on the carpet because that means well i gotta check out my stuff no let's all bring it to the table let's let's go ahead bring it to the table and there's a safe space for that when you create friendship when you don't jump into the relationship you know all these ships we talk about right when you don't yeah. jump into the relationship and the romantic piece too fast but you build a true friendship it's safe for you to talk about those things because it's mm-hmm. established on just learning how to see the other person expect ex- accept mm-hmm. the other person and then build expectations together but immediately when we get to romance we get all hormonal and all that other stuff just kind of gets crazy and you don't see you things properly clouded. yeah you get you get absolutely <laughs> clouded and you don't have the best judgment and once you get past that into all the other places where physical intimacy and everything else you absolutely are not thinking straight you're not Mm -hmm. thinking straight so to back it up just back it on up and talk about what's real in you and the intimacy piece and the relationship and all of that other stuff based on friendship i think has a much better chance and when you get the poker faces uh-huh. when faces. you if you get if you get the poker faces if you get the um the smooth talking whatever your heart is not so invested that you can't pull away or see it as quickly mm. well see uh i don't make those investments so anyway but are we right okay we're talking about me all right we're talking about everybody i'm talking about me i don't too. make those investments like because again i don't have expectations so i expect what what I see. Do you understand? Does that make sense? I expect what I see. You take people for what they give you. you right. Take them for face value. I, for mm-hmm. face value. I don't. I don't. You know, make these broad stroked expectations of of. I don't know. I think you know, like you said, in the in the bliss of, uh, for lack of a better term, immaturity. Um, sometimes, um, and and the 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 the, the what happens? The chemical thing that happens when mm-hmm, you mm-hmm. are feeling somebody. Mm-hmm. You know, that's the place you find yourself in. But honestly, I just, I just, I'm not there anymore because I don't have those expectations. Let's, let's, we're going to rock and roll for today and tomorrow's another day. Well, so I, may, may I ask a question? Yeah, of course. So what, I mean, being functioning in that space, there's never a time when you get caught up. 
though, you know, your emotionals get entangled in it and then you, you know, you, you try to walk away and you can't. That's why, look, that's what, that's what allows me to be able to walk away because, mm. because there is no, as Jada says, there's no entanglement. Mm. Okay, because it, it it's a day to day thing. What you're showing me today may not. I, I feel like you know what's. Mm. I have a saying. They'll say somebody will say something to you today and lied about it yesterday. Mm. If that makes any sense, they weren't telling you the truth. They said it today, but it was a lie yesterday. So um, I know, right? That's not optimistic. <laughs> but that's just. I mean, so this is where, right? So no, I don't get entangled because I don't have these expectations. Where we are today is today. Tomorrow, you uh, you know, might not hear from brother again tomorrow. And it's easy not to have expectations so that you won't be disappointed. You could say that. I, w I will acquiesce to that. I mm -hmm. will. Mm -hmm. I will. Okay. And I, I'm just, just one step at a time. So you agree. So so a lot of that is about <laughs> guarding yourself from being hurt. Uh. I don't know if it's that, Doctor Barnett, the guard, because I feel like I feel like when you deal with with the uh, look, when you no, no, because when you deal with when you when you deal with humanity, there's you you can't you can't block right the emotions that that it brings. It's, it brings hurt, it brings joy, it brings pain, it brings all of that. But but if you don't have an expectation of anything, then there is nothing to be disappointed about. It is what it is, that, and you've not it, invested maybe that's yourself. Clinical. Okay. I'm just saying. Maybe. I'm just, you know. It's something I, to think about. Mm -hmm. Look at, look mm -hmm. at, look at. I Ms. know, Zane. right? <laughs> we were both looking at each other. Listen, I know, I, I know, I gotta go, but y'all gotta bring me back. Cause listen, and, and Dr. Barnett, I know you are gonna get her for me when I come on. <laughs> vulnerability. Yes. You have. You cannot listen. Yes. You can't even experience true love without vulnerability. And that's your capacity to open up and be willing yes. to feel those things. It might hurt. You might have to push through, but you can't really love until you can get Ooh. in the space where you can do that. Oh, yeah. I I might be I might be yep. a complicated person. I feel like I, I I am vulnerable to who I need to be vulnerable to, and still, Lord. and still don't have expectations. You got your work cut out, Doctor. Ah. <laughs> That's right. Listen, we just we just decided it was established right there. This probably be a two three part. <laughs> hey man, hey. I love it. I love it. I welcome the conversation. I love it. It's a good one. And I think you're helping somebody because you're not the only person. I mean, oh, yeah. let's just be yeah. real. You're not yeah. the only person. I love her, I, I love her authenticity. Absolutely. You yeah. know what I said before I came, and we're 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 about to transition. Sister Diana, you can stay if you'd like because we're going to transition. I'm going to show y'all. We were talking about uh, quick, uh, not quick, but like instantaneous love. And does, mm -hmm. is that real? It does still exist. It's, mm -hmm. it's, on, the, it's on the other side of this, of this Zoom meeting. Oh, so you can hang on if yeah. you want to. Um, but I, I said this on my way in talking to myself because I do that often. I said, well, it might look. They, I don't know if they think that I'm going to be helped. But let's help others. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> let's help others. Because only the Lord can help me. As far as I told you, if he tell me, hey, you need to do this, I will do it. But as far as my thoughts, look at, look at everybody. I'm doing it. Listen, and I have to, I have to chat. We're going to turn. We're going to turn. But see, that's one of the things that blocks some of our blessings because God speaks through people. God acts through other does. situations, and God acts through circumstances. Hear it. I can hear it. But you already said, unless God, I can. I so know, you but blocked I know, it. But I know, I know when he's speaking to me through other people. Oh, okay. I do. Okay. okay. I do. That's why y'all here. Okay. 
<laughs> all right. That's why y'all here. That's, I hear can everything you all Can say. you see me looking like at you? How you looking at me? <laughs> all right. Okay, listen. Okay, so I said the, uni- the unicorn is in the forest. And it, is, it is, in fact, in the building. It is on Zoom. It is in the persons of uh, two very people who are very near and dear to my heart. I haven't seen them in a while. I'm excited to bring them on. I'm excited to speak to yes. them. Um, it is Pastors Chris and Delicia McKinney of the Eye Encounter Warehouse Experience Church, where they have unorthodox faith and all that. They speak all my languages. <laughs> and we're about to bring them on right now because we we want them to talk to us about their love. Even their love is unorthodox. Hey, y'all. Hey. Hey there, hey there. Let me in here, Coach. Look, look, I, look. I know, I, look, I know. Yes, yeah, let, let, let Miss Diana stay if she wants. Look, Pastor Chris, I told them, and I got my scripture ready, that you had admonished me about my views, because he said something one day, and I said, oh, Pastor Chris, I ain't talking about no marriage, and I said what I had to say, and he said, he said, 1 Corinthians, bring that up, Mike, uh, mm-hmm. 7 and 8. Mm-hmm. And I was like, well, that's going to... Right now to the unmarried and the widows. I say it is good for them to stay unmarried, as I do. But if they cannot control themselves, they should marry. For it is better to marry than to burn with passion. And I was like, well, that's going to be a me and God issue. Because like I said, <laughs> that's between yeah. me and him. But I heard right. Pastor Chris because he said it and I said, well, okay, yeah, uh-huh. Okay, God, I understand. But look, y'all, this is Pastors Chris and Delicia McKinney. They are the impetus of, of what you see today. They, they Look, they nurtured my baby, Praise Revolution Radio, and, and we're here today. And I am so thankful to them, and I'm thankful that they joined us today. But they're on today because they have a very unique love story. And I wanted them to share that story with us, you know, in the... Uh, in the in the in the in the environment in which we were speaking, right? It's the antithesis actually of, of what we've been talking about. So I wanted people to hear it. So who wanna tell it? And then Pastor Chris, then you can let me know what you gotta say to me about let what you have it. it. Okay, yeah. I'm gonna let you have it. Yeah. You go I'll let you tell your okay, part. Okay, I'm gonna tell my part. Okay, first of all first of all, uh thank you for having us on today. That's a great show. Yeah. Uh thus far ladies, appreciate Learned everything from you. Learned everything from you. And Sadesta, I'm, I'm coming for you in a minute. We're gonna okay. get this straightened out. We're gonna get this straightened out. And 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 I'm gonna and I'm gonna bounce to explain our beginning of our story. I'm gonna bounce off of what you said. Uh basically saying that you had no you have no expectation. And uh I don't know if you know, but expectation is a hope, right? Right, right. And faith is the oh, substance. See, of look things. at you. Hope now you tell me I ain't got no hope. Man, no, no, I gotta I'm think about that. You telling me I ain't got no hope, Pastor Chris? I'm not talking about you yet. I'm not talking about you yet. Look. What I'm saying is, if you don't have <laughs> expectation, you don't have hope. Ooh. And my hope being a substance thing, faith being a substance thing, hopeful. I like that. that means I do. You lacking faith in the love area. Okay, I like but, it. But 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 you're you're so close. You're you're better than what we talked before about it. You're so close. We got you today. Oh, we got you today. So what was happening was. I was so good with being alone mm. um, with everything that I had been through. Uh, she was so good being alone with everything that she had been through. And what we come to find is once you're good being alone is when God brings him or God brings her. Because mm. he wants you to know that you're great by yourself so that you could be 
awesome with them. Mm. And so until you can be awesome. great by yourself, mm. he's not going to allow you to take that next step. So personally, I, I have, I, you know, gospelradionation.com, where you started the radio show, um, I, I um, made a post on Facebook, quite frankly. So, yes, we kind of met through social media. I made a post on Facebook, and I said, tag your prayer partner. Who do you call when you need a prayer partner? Because I just had it in my spirit that I wanted people to, I don't think people know how much others depend on them for prayer and mm-hmm. in agreement, right? Mm-hmm. So it was just one of those Facebook posts that I came up with. And uh, a mutual friend of ours tagged her. Mm. And then this nut comes on and says, yes, we're going to pray for it. We're going to pray about it. And then we're going to go flash the time. <laughs> yes. A girl of my That's own heart. I, I did right. say that. PVA. Did we learn like, that there? Yeah, we gonna pray, but I'm down, girl. Come let's on, go let's flash go. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. <laughs> so, so uh, the friend was like, "Girl, this Pastor Chris post," and she was like, "I was like, so yeah, this right here." So me, I'm thinking to myself, "Who is this heathen on my Facebook page?" Okay. <laughs> I was like, it's, okay, God, I'm it. it's all good. So. I, I, I'll go look at this heathen, and I'm like, oh. It's a cute heathen. Okay. All right. This is a cute but heathen. But I'm good. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm like the right now. I'm yeah, good. Yeah. No expectation. I ain't drinking on none no of that. I'm, I'm single again. I'm Pastor Chris. I'm working gospelradionation.com. I'm going to build this. I got the gospel rap album out. God got some stuff for me. I'm 49 now at the time. I'm, you know, 40, 45, 45 at the time. And, um, and um, I was like, no, business, business. I was trying to get my mind straight business. So I said, well, she's a spoken word artist. Uh, she works the improv and things of that nature. I said, you know, that would be a great radio show. So I'm telling myself, um, I'm, I've already got my mind in a place that I have a lot of women coming through here. And so I got my mind set. I'm not flirting with nobody. Uh-huh, this uh-huh. Is it's just this a business is radio show. Uh-huh. That's right, uh-huh. that's right. Yeah. And so um, when she comes, when I talk, when I inbox her, like I inbox many people on our radio show, um, it's straightforward. And she plans on coming in to the radio station, come look at the station about getting a radio show, things of that nature. Definitely, I saw her, I was like, oh, gorgeous, beautiful, beautiful woman, beautiful woman. And she agrees to come in to the station for... Um, to, to you know, come check it out and to talk about a radio show. And at this point, I'll, I'll slide the conversation. Well, I showed tell up. Tell the truth. I, yeah, that I showed up to his office with my cousin, who looks like a linebacker, you know, football uh-huh, player. Uh-huh, the, the body. And going. so, because I wasn't going to go to an he appointment, I wasn't going to. <laughs> you should have seen the look on your face. I wasn't going to go to an appointment, you know, alone with this man I just met on social media. Sure. Even if it is just business. Smart. And so when we walked through the door, immediately I saw the look on his face. He was like. (laughs) like, Mm -hmm. She ain't come here by herself. Yeah. (laughs) Right. But it's just a business meeting though. It was, it was really funny because I was like, I just literally said, oh, that's my, this is my cousin. (laughs) This is my cousin. This is, you know, this is Pastor Chris. And uh, really, the Lord took over, and he began to minister to my cousin. And they had a conversation. Mm. And I got to witness him in ministry. I was really literally in the background just watching him minister 
uh, to my cousin. And even though I saw that he had some interest in me when I walked through the door, that didn't take precedence over what God was trying to do with him in the moment. And I love that because I got to be a fly on the wall and just kind of sit back and watch him carefully navigate ministry to another to another man. And um, that was just, just wonderful. So all the time was spent between him and my cousin talking. And then finally I was like, hey, I have to go. I have another, you know, appointment somewhere else to be. And so we were getting ready to exit. And he was like, hey, can I call you? I'm like, sure. He's like, we didn't, you know, I was like, yeah, because we didn't get to talk about the whole radio thing. The radio thing. thing. It, went, <laughs> it went straight to ministry before yeah. I could. Yeah. yeah. And, and I was like, yeah, we didn't get to talk about, you know, the whole, whole radio thing. And he was like, yeah, but uh, can I call you? But not about that. I'm like, oh, okay. Well, sure. <laughs> <clears throat> sure. Yeah, so the next, so I did call her. The next day I asked out on the first date. And long story short, within 48 hours of meeting her at the radio station, I asked her to marry Bam. And then how long from the proposal did you guys marry? The proposal was December 17th. We got married February 3rd. Okay. 60 days. And so I was in a space, like he said, um, I had been dating. I had been doing it my way. I wasn't really doing it the, the Lord's way. I was very much involved in ministry, but this was an area of my life that needed some work. And so I got to the point where I, I too was sick and tired of being sick and tired and dating and all that. Um, and so I, I, I said, I remember praying and saying, you know what? I'm good. If I believe you have a husband for me, but if you don't bless me with a husband, um, in this lifetime, I'm good. I'm so good, but I believe what you have for me. Um, but no longer will I be in the pursuit of that in the way I was before. I still dated, but my screening process was so much better. Ooh, wait, I, I want to hear about I, the screening process, Sister oh, no, no, McKinney. No. Hold on I, one second. I like, need. I began to really see people in this in the spirit. I could catch it on. I could catch it on phone calls. If you made it to a dinner date with me, boy. And even after that, it was just so effortlessly, and I didn't have any emotions uh, attached to it because I was moving in a different way, but yet still believing and making myself available and open for someone to come in because if you close that part of yourself off it's not gonna happen hmm. try that try that <laughs> hmm. hold, 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 hold on one sister 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 Lisa. you sister sister you yes i wanted to say goodbye to, to miss diana patterson she's got a she has to jump off love you so much thank you for joining but we'll so have good you to back you. soon so good to meet you Yes, you yeah, too. you too. Love you. See you later. It was a pleasure. I wish I could stay. I'm going to go back and watch it later. Love you all. Have a Love good day. Bye. Okay, now back to this block off. Mm -hmm. I, you know, I, uh, I don't I don't view it as being blocked off. Does it sound, well, does say, it sound blocked? I say you. I, I know, I know, you. I know, I know. I know, right. <laughs> right. But but you have to give credence to it, right? Because sometimes if, you, if you're doing it, you hear it. You may not you, you may not be no, understanding that. that that's what you're doing. Mm -hmm. But so today, I mean, right right this moment, I, I for those of like me, I don't feel like it's blocked off. I just feel like you know, like Pastor Chris said, I'm focused. I'm doing other things. I've never been a dater ever, so you know, I'm good. Well, well, this is what I, this is what I'll say say to you today. So I'm sorry. Yeah, what come I on. Say to you, is you, you about to get on me? No, I'm not even gonna get on you. Okay. I'm gonna tell you this. 
I'm going to tell you what to look for. And the only thing I want you to look for is the fact that when you meet him, you won't be able to resist. Mm. When you meet him, you won't be able to not take the call. You will not be able to not return the text. You will not be able to say, no, I won't meet you at such and such restaurant. It will take over. I don't think, I think that what's happening is, I don't think you're doing anything wrong other than explaining what you're doing wrong. I think what you're doing is not the way you're explaining it. If I, if you, you think you're doing it like that. You think you're cut off. You think you don't believe people, but that's not the truth. The truth is you're moving right. Your antennas are up. Your discernment is at 100 and you're seeing clearly and you just haven't met him yet. I think that all the experiences that you have, you've judged them correctly. And I think that when God sends him, you're going to know that it's him and you're going to act accordingly. And so thinking that you're cut off is fine because you're going to alleviate yourself from wasting more time with the people that are going to keep you from being available when he walks in the room. Well, what if and, I'm and not looking I mean, for him? Yeah. Right. Oh, let me just jump no, in. You don't. But, but Pastor, you see, don't. You, what if I don't want him? Hold on, hold on. Pastor, you didn't see her facial expression when you said that because her expression was, as soon as you said you'll meet him, and she was like, as if, and so that to me is the rejection. That's when you are guarding. That's when you are cutting off. That's you when you so? are. Uh, oh no, absolutely. Why if, come I can't not want him? But 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 that's fine. If you're saying that you don't want to be in a marriage or it, with companionship or in a serious companionship, see, yes. Marriage, no. And so that those are the things that I think that you probably want to continue to massage because there's a there's a saltiness about the marriage word with you. Right. right. There, there's right. something there's there's right. a salty, bitter right. something yeah. about that word. It's not bitter. You can take salty then. I you say, you mm, okay, salty. Yeah. What do you want to say? Yeah. Okay, so if, it, if it makes it if it so. makes it easy, it's salty then. It's so salty that it tunes your face up. <clears throat> So if it's that salty, we have to Look. understand what <laughs> what I mean, is it about know. that saltiness that has you turned away from it. And I'm not saying every person in the world is supposed to be married, but I do believe that right. you got to get right. to the root of why that, that saltiness is there, where you're open right. to companionship at a certain level, but not to be committed to the companionship. Because let's just say that, let's say the elephant in the room, because if you're open to companionship, mm -hmm. but not marriage, you're opening the door for sin. Let's just say. I like it. I mean, I got to like it. I can't not like it. Because it's I the truth. I understand it. Yeah, yeah it's the truth. I get it. And so God has somebody perfect for you that is going to be so. The fact that you don't believe that you want it, the person has to be super amazing, which is so good for you. Because God has <laughs> God has the ability to create that. The he fact does. that your standards are so high is amazing because God has the creativity to make it where it's even above your standard and you're so happy and enveloped in this in this man of God that he's going to send your way. But okay. he just needs you to get rid of the salty so salty. that you won't hurt the man. So so what is this face about now? I'm looking at her I body language. I does miss Pastor Chris. He's so encouraging. I love him. <laughs> I, mean, I ain't talked to him in a long time. Well, this man. is wonderful. <laughs> See, and that means he has a voice and word that, that you can receive because, okay, that's good. Thank you, Pastor Chris. I, I haven't never met you, but God bless you. I receive you, you too. I listen to it. I look, look. I am the most self, uh, you know, deprecating. I get it. I understand. I know you really are. You really are. You really are a sponge, and and I know you're open to everything, and you're really, really decisive in your decisions. And, and that's why I wouldn't even disrespect you by saying that you're making wrong decisions. I think that you truly feel how you feel, but I think you're just explaining it wrong. I think everyone you met. If you feel rightfully so about them. Everyone you've been in a relationship with, you did not judge them wrong. You're absolutely right. 
And all it, it, it just, it's almost at the place where it needs to be. And mm, what I would I like say it. is one of the key things in all of this is the desire to, what is that? The desire to dot, dot, dot. Mm. I had a desire to be married, but it did not overtake everything else that I desired to have in my life, mm. which was more importantly, a relationship with God. And if he did not have that same desire, dot, 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 mm. to have a relationship mm -hmm. with God mm -hmm. in the same way that I was individually, to, individually yes. then we weren't going to rock and roll. And that's what I began to look for. And so, or not even look for, be open to receive. Because it wasn't even mm -hmm. a looking thing anymore. It was mm -hmm. just a being open to receive. So we need to figure out what is our desire and what has God promised us mm -hmm. and trust that because then our expectations, it says the energy you give is the energy that you receive. Sure. So if your energy is saying, I already know what it's going to be like tomorrow. Or, I already know where this is going. Or, or I, ain't, I don't have time all the time. Yeah. That mm. is what you're going to bring into your life and receive. But if you are moving in caution and saying, no, nah, I've I, I seen this before, move around, or I've seen that before, move around. I, I, I know what God has for me. I, I see the goal. Mm -hmm. I know what he has mm -hmm. for me. You not it. You not it. Then there's a different type of drawing to yeah. you because you have your eyes on the prize. And and when I say that, it doesn't necessarily mean uh, my my thoughts and desires. For I have been married before. I was in a sixteen year sixteen year marriage uh, where all of my children were born into um, straight out of college, and and so I understood the confines of of marriage, and I know what I know what it was when it was good, and I know what it is when it was bad. So it wasn't a desire to go back into any of that. Yeah, it was it, it wasn't it was an it was a, a, a true desire of what God had for me. Yeah, had for me. And, and, and so with that, I just kind of threw caution to the wind. It was no longer a focus. It was no longer a focus. It was yeah. no longer a thing. It was just, you know, I had a guy at um, um, we went to a couple of dinners. I had a guy ask to, on day three, say, you know, you haven't asked me, what are we? Mm. why would you be asking that on day three mm. I, I, and I said to him oh he, he was used to a lot of women mm -hmm. you know Ridiculous. I said well I don't need to ask you what are we and, and we had known each other for we've known each other for a couple of years but never never you know dated and I said well I don't need to ask you what are we because I know what it is yeah it's it you've is already you've already shown me I, I I know what I know what it is so it was no longer this energy that I was carrying with me um that was drawing the right you know thing to me let me let me say this and I and real quick because I want to talk say two things that y'all talk about first thing is it's not one size fit all so when you said when we talked about uh having it went to, to that's when you talk about having to be around somebody so long to mm -hmm. find out who they really mm -hmm. are mm -hmm. and things of that nature that really works for a lot of young people that don't have a lot of life experience. Right. Older people that have some life experience, more seasoned dating people. I say what you say, believe it and move on. Don't waste your time because you have that experience and you don't need that much time mm -hmm. to decipher if not necessarily if they're a bad person, they could be a great person. Just not the person not for, for you. For you. Right. And that's one bad thing about relationships. They always somebody always tried to make 
someone the right one and the wrong one or the bad one and the good one and that's not totally the truth sure then i heard the second thing i wanted to point on was when you said that you knew your, your, your ex prior to and you and it took years for you to see who they really were i'm gonna tell you i disagree with that i think they were exactly who you thought they were when you married them because you're a very smart woman however people are not through evolving and he evolved one way and you evolved another way. Uh, and, and so it's the evolution process of people. And so that's why the Bible says to find someone that's equally yoked. Are y'all sipping? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> okay, they sipping. Okay, they sipping. Okay, so what I'm saying is you have to find, when you get older, at the age you're, and we, we, we are all at, we have been through some things that we can pretty much see a lot easier if someone is done being, fashion by God, yeah. not just, oh, I'm good. I got a master's or I got a bachelor's. No, we're not talking about just education. No, we're not talking about just uh, um, weight loss or, or the eating habits. No, we're talking about, are they done being fashioned by God? Because if they're done being fashioned by God and you're not, you're definitely going to outgrow them. We have a singles class. And I tell a lot of my singles that are um, taking a class that said, well, I wonder when God going to send them. And I said, don't look right now because God has you on an accelerated program to grow you. And whoever you find on today, Tedessa, will not be a match for you next year because he's accelerated your learning process in him, not in math. Not in science, mm -hmm. not in biology, not in being a, a Christian counselor, not in whatever you're going to college for. We ain't talking about that. I'm talking about he's accelerated who you are in him. Yeah. And so whoever you meet today that perfectly matches you will no longer perfectly match you in just a little while. So this may not be a time for you, God, to give him to you because he's accelerating you. He's giving you a radio show where your thoughts begin to be spoken to the atmosphere. People are yours. He's giving you influence right now. He's doing some things right now. He's growing you as a mother and he's growing you as friend. He's growing you as a minister, whether you know it or not. He's growing you as a singer. Right now, it's just not the time for him to send you who he has for you because whoever he sends that will be compatible on what's the day, babe? What's the day? Yeah. 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 He won't be compatible next year unless he knows himself that he's not finished evolving in God. And on the flip and on the flip side of that, uh I believe too that you could be ready and done. And God has done everything that he needs to do in you. It is finished. It is finished. And you can be content and you can be moving in your singlehood and you can have all your ducks in a row. Everything can be great. And still, the person has not entered your life because God is doing the work in them. In them, yeah. And they're, they're not, they're, their assignment is not complete. Or their growth. That's right. They, they, they haven't budded yet. Dr. Barnett, you have I was just going to gonna jump in. I want to go all the way back to your story because I'm curious to know when after 48 hours you proposed and in, what, 60 days, you said yes, first of all, and then you were <laughs> married. And how long have you been married now? February 3rd made four years. Four years. Okay. So talk to us about, you already shed a little light on that earlier, earlier yes. about how it doesn't take that long once you're mature and you know certain things, but there had to be something a little extra and different. And I, and so pastor, I get, I get the God talk, but help somebody who is not that deep understand what would cause what? you to say that. And I, I want to back it with something else from scripture when they're done. Mm -hmm. Okay. So just tell us well, that story. Well, the first thing is we did what you shouldn't do on a date 
and we laid all the cards on the table day one. We tried to scare each other off, quite frankly. There you go. We tried to scare each <laughs> other off. Let me tell you that. I told her, I told her, I said, well, listen, now listen, listen. I said, I got to let you know. I got to let you know. Uh, 1996, I had a weed house on the southwest side. Yeah. Two dudes ran in, tried to rob me. Yeah. I fought one for his gun. The other one ran. I fought him for his pistol. I shot him five times with his gun. He died. I went to the penitentiary for murder. I got a murder case on my record right now. I'm laying it out. I ain't got time to play with nobody that's going to look at me like I'm crazy after I spent all this time with you and things of that nature because I've had times where I've shared this with people and as part of my testimony that I've been to the penitentiary for murder. I've DJed and managed every strip club in Houston. I've owned my own after hours. I've sold every pill except for birth control. Uh, um, and, uh, and when I meet women and they can't handle that, that's okay. But when I met this woman and I told her and I was, I was like, oh, yeah, this is going to make a run right here. She looked at me and she said, oh, my God, I'm so sorry you had to go through that. Mm. <laughs> you was like, girl, you the one. You the one, girl. You the one. Oh, my save women out here. All these, I'm so sick of people that think the blood on and I'm sorry, I know you don't want me to go Bible, but this is the true feeling I feel. I'm sick of people that, and, and I'm, trust me, I'm the most non-traditional I dress like this when I preach on Saturday. I don't wear ties. I don't own alligator shoes. Okay. Alligator Let me explain shoes. to you. What I'm saying is, what I'm saying is, I'm so sick of Christians that act like the blood only work on people that lie. I'm so sick of Christians that believe the blood only work on somebody that stole a pencil out of their office and all that old stuff. No, it worked on me too. Yeah, it worked man. on my path. The dude that was almost everybody. A, people, some people thought I was a pimp. I was not a pimp. DJ and the manager strip clubs killed somebody. Been to the penitentiary. I'm talking about all that. No, it worked on me too, yes. and that's why it's a lot of people not in church because the way we're projecting this gospel is that it don't work for people like me. It works and, for everybody. For me, everybody. Yeah, and for me, I was like, well, I had abortion when I was 14. I was promiscuous. I've done some things. I've said some things. And his response was, I don't care what you did last night. I said, I don't care what you did last night. I said, I don't care. Actually, what I told him, yeah. I said, this I don't question. care if you had a threesome last night. Oh, my. As long as from this point. Oh, well. On uh, this day. Oh, I'm my. not judging your past because my past is ridiculous is what I actually told her. And we were just in a place where we were like, War story. Yeah, just like, look at this scar. Look, look, look. Right, right. right. Comparing battle scars. <laughs> yeah, comparing battle like, scars. It was like, almost like it was so honest. And it's that thing of, like you say, the, you always talk about the mask. You were talking about the mask and the replica. And mm -hmm. we always we call it the replica. We always say Satan sends the replica before he sends the real thing. So sure. if you're not really paying attention, you'll fall for somebody else. The girl I dated before had natural hair, uh, said they was a poet. Uh, I mean, I mean, it was all kinds of stuff. This is natural. Here, Jesus, yeah, I mean, yeah, no shade yeah. on nobody else. I'm just saying, I was shaded by what God said to me and things of that nature. But, but no, I think just to sum it all up, I think what it was was we laid it all out that there was no way that the other person was being dishonored, and we or knew deceived. and or, or deceived. It. And and I was intrigued the fact that she was so comfortable in her truth and standing in it and being able to just say it. Without like it was like a take it or leave it. I'm not. I'm not going to pretend. I'm not going to hide. And I. It was no. After all stuff she told me, I knew it couldn't be no more skeletons in that closet. <laughs> <laughs> well, is this, isn't this what I would say? This is what I am trying to say here. What are you trying to say? Exactly what they said, which is look, they laid it all out on the table. Absolutely. We are dealing with, as the Bible says, spirit and in truth. 
We're not dealing with any pretenses. Right. No poker face. I get you. I no get you. poker face. Right. It's your choice whether you, if, and, if, and if she decided to say, Still. you know what? I got a bachelor's in sociology. I'm I'm an AKA. I'm Easter Star. I ain't trying I'm to deal with in you. Ministry, and that's not what I want. Cool. No problem. I got to accept that. Absolutely. But why would I play this game? Right. You know what I mean? And so exactly. we both laid it all out. Right. Not to mention if the, if anybody just understands just the natural, natural, just the natural chemistry, just the natural yeah. chemistry. I mean, we tested each other in all kinds of fashion. The first day was a big party at a mansion I was invited to. Uh, Reggie Jams was there. It was a, a housewarming party for this beautiful couple that that, that I know. Uh, and and they were like, Pastor Chris, you need to come to the party. It's going to be a live band and everything. And I was, it was an all-white party. And I was like, well, can I bring somebody? They were like, who are you going to bring, Pastor Chris? You don't be hollering at nothing. Now I'm like, look, I'm trying to focus. You know what I'm saying? And they, I said, I can, I can get a date. I don't know what you're talking about. And I had just met her the day before, so I called her and asked her, uh, this, would she go? And she said, yeah. And I said, let me guess. I said, you want to meet me there? She said, yes. How did you know? I said, I just I just knew. Mm-hmm. She didn't get in no car with me. I already knew it. So anyway, from that, <laughs> when we got, when we when we were right, on the lady. phones and I saw her and she saw me and we were parking. And so she parked close. I told her, take that spot. It was close to the house. I parked kind of up the street because it was packed. And then when I walked down the street to her, she was standing at the corner uh, uh up near the, in the neighborhood, beautiful neighborhood. And as soon as I walked up to her, it was just so natural. We just grabbed each other's hands and held hands walking up to the building. Only yeah. our second time seeing each other. It was just so natural. And even my friends was like, are y'all going to come look at the band? Because we went out in the backyard and sat on the patio. And I mean, we must have talked and for And fellowship with each other. And started that, yeah. Yeah. started that started that i wasn't fellowship and i was flirting i don't know nothing about that that was not fellowship it was not fellowship okay i got i have a final question for you all both of you said you had been previously married what what is the the big difference in this Mm -hmm. relationship for the two of you i think for, for for me for her it's just her heart I can't even stand to date somebody that if we go to the restaurant and you talk crazy to the waiter or the waitress, mm. I can't stand that. That is such a pet peeve of mine. And so I like, I'm, I, that's why I explain it is, explain it is she, she gets on me about saying explain and basically, basically, I don't say basically the whole word or explain. But anyway, um, when we're at a restaurant, I can't stand for people to be rude to people. And so basically I'm, I'm like a five-year-old, either you're nice or you're mean. And she has a heart for everyone, and she's really sweet, and she's like a breath of fresh air in the room. When she and I didn't even use the term "breath of fresh air." I mean, I'm an ex-convict. I'm breath I, of I fresh air. I don't say stuff like "breath of fresh air." If I meet a woman that got me saying "breath of fresh air" on my own accord, will you please marry? She has changed your heart and your dialect and your. Your acumen. I'm telling you, hey, my oldest yes. daughter is 28, and I don't know if anyone out there watching it, no painkiller. That was me when I was a club promoter, and I used to always be on all my pictures, like, oh, like, like mm. before I got you know saved, right? <laughs> and even once I got saved, I still be in my picture, like, mm. and then I took a picture with her right after we met, and I posted it. And my 28-year-old daughter, who's who's love of my life, uh, she says, she comes on my post and she says, Daddy, you're smiling. 
Mm-hmm. I had never even noticed mm-hmm. that I had never smiled in pictures mm-hmm. until until you until you were next Met to this woman. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Sister Delisa, what's the difference for you? For me, the difference it's going to sound cliche and old fashioned, but he came in as a provider, and I'm not talking about the typical stereotype, but he was a protector and a provider in ways that I didn't even know I needed. Mm. And he started from day one, just covering me and making sure I was good, making sure I had what I needed. And it wasn't even finances or anything like, like that. I just don't even really know how to put it into words, but it was providing in every way. Like he cared about every part of me, right? right. Everything that was going on in my world. He automatically wanted to be a part of that and make it better. Yeah. I see. That's, uh, that's it. What did I say? Someone who is caring for your needs in all ways that you need them to care for. I just want you to stay at your own house. That's it. All right. So, so you know what she did there. You see, it's her show, so she can say all that and then drop her little bomb on you. <laughs> but we're going to finish this because this is only part one. This is part one. I am so thankful that you guys decided to join us. And so thankful, like I said, for the opportunity to have started, you know, my little seedling aspiring uh, little radio show uh, under the tutelage of you, Pastor Chris, and you, uh, Pastor Delicia. And I thank you all for the opportunity. I'm so glad that you all decided to spend your Saturday, mid-Saturday afternoon with us and drop these uh, nuggets of wisdom uh, about, you know, you can find, you can mm-hmm. find if that's what you mm-hmm. are wanting. The Lord is if working. Desire. That's right. Desire. <laughs> I like that. that if you desire. Yeah. The hope of it. Pastor Kristen told me I ain't had no hope. I got to go home and think about that and, and pray about that. Saltiness. And say I, oh, and yes. And, 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 and my, my sister hidden told me I was salty. Look, I'm going away with salty and hopelessness. So the next time y'all see me, uh, Praise Revolution audience. Hopefully, I will be a little sweeter and a little more hopeful. Amen. <laughs> Amen. Well, 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 we're so proud of you, and we're so happy with everything God is doing with you. I'm going to tell you right now, I definitely know that this is not even 20% of what God is going to do with Praise Revolution and with you as a whole. Uh, I can't wait to see it. And I'm just going to tell you right now, I'm going to be immature about it, and I'm going to let you know, when I see God bring that love into your life, and I lay eyes on y'all together, and I see you all googly eyed and madly and deeply and truly in love, I'm going to laugh at you. Ooh, okay. <laughs> game on. <laughs> I'm going to be petty pentagrams. Game on, petty. Game on. Game on. I'm going to reel them down. Game on. If you, Thanks you, for having us so much. It was it's so good much to fun. meet nice you. Nice to meet you, Dr. Yeah, nice to meet Thank you. you. Love you guys. Thank you so much. Love you. Bye. Dr. Barnett, that was a spirited show. It was. I am so happy that I was here today live, and I'm so happy that I got to meet so many great people, and I am so, so happy that you had such good moments. <laughs> <laughs> it was all about me. It was all no, about me. No, 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 no. You are the representative of, again, I know there are plenty of folks. And if, if I could be honest, I think I was you. Yeah, you were. I do. So I that's a show. You. I know that's, that's a, a whole or, or wait, a conversation a, at least between yeah, me and Dr. That's Barnett. A, that's a while from now, but yeah, I was you, honey. Yes, in every way. That's why I can speak to it. All right, amen. I mean, you know, growth. We all growing all the yes. time and all that. So listen, we're going to uh, have a second segment of this. Mm-hmm. 
Looking forward to having a male representative to talk about mm-hmm. uh, this this topic and modern love, the grown and sexy, and and then maybe we can find us another unicorn couple <laughs> and bring them on to help us all out. Yes, it's been a it pleasure. Was really, really it good. was really good. We thank y'all for joining us here at Praise Revolution Radio this afternoon. Thanks to Pastors Chris and Delicia McKinney. Thanks to Sister Diana Patterson for her input. Y'all check her out. Everything grows in the valley. Mm-hmm. And if you're uh, not busy or you want to visit, check out I Encounter Warehouse Church. It's dope, and uh, they 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 unconventional, uncondi- unconventional faith. So with that, we're gonna say good evening to you guys. Have a good Saturday. We love y'all. Be blessed. Be dope. We out.